Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishprapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Bhakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Eta Vejagatameva Samsara Navasetave Rabhave Saiva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshvara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self, your own shivaness, your own beingness, your own divine essence, the one divine reality being you while being all. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha. Separate and different. All your pain comes from your inner feeling of being separate and different. Yet you put endless effort into being different from everyone else, unique and individual, special, as Mr. Rogers told us every day. So being special is important. Special, unique, Different, distinctive, one of a kind, stand out in a crowd, individual. Yet belonging is important too. You put a lot of energy into belonging, making sure you find your tribe and fit in. So you want to be unique while you want to belong. 
catch-22. Yoga says that your feeling of being separate, unique, and different is what causes all your pain. It's called the pain of separation. Bottom line, it is separation from God. For me, this was anguishing. I could feel my separation from God and deeply yearned to know and to experience God. Yet at the same time, I felt an inner sanctity, a feeling of something inside, something I had no words for, something I couldn't quite access, but I knew it was there. Catch-22. This became a crisis point for me every Sunday in the church I attended at the time. At the point in the service where we all stood and read aloud a passage from the prayer book, it was all about confessing that I was a sinner and praying for redemption. But I couldn't say it. I stood so I wouldn't look different. But I couldn't say the words. I just didn't feel like a sinner. So I went to my minister and I asked for a meeting. He asked why. I said, I have a problem with sin. Now, he probably thought I was going to say how big a sinner I was. But my problem was that I didn't feel like a sinner at all. Yet I was worried. Does thinking that I'm not a sinner, is that a sin? (laughs) In our meeting, he listened and then said that no one had ever asked him a question like this before. He began pulling books off his library shelves, looking up the word sin in different theological tomes, big, thick, heavy books. After six or eight of them, he found what he was looking for. He read the definition of sin. Sin is separation from God. Aha, yes, I said that I've got. (laughs) Yes, I felt the pain of separation from God. It was intolerable to me. I watched the other people around me, family members, friends and acquaintances. How did they manage it? Joseph Campbell said, Everyone feels it, but not everyone acts on it. How did they manage it? I was perplexed as they seemed to be fine with it. Now I do understand that they did feel it, the loneliness, sometimes utter despair, the feeling of being lost, purposeless, wondering what's the meaning of life? but they filled in with their relationships with each other. Instead of finding God, they turned toward each other, bringing their neediness and fear with them and wanting the other person to make them feel better. You already know, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. What do you suppose your success ratio really is? Well, I didn't like mine. When it works, you're good. And when it doesn't, you're in pain. You're angry or depressed. 
lonely or anxious, stressed or disappointed again. All your pain comes from your inner feeling of being separate and different from God. Once I figured this out, I was no longer able to pretend that other people fulfilled me. My success ratio was too low. Even when it worked, and I felt the connection, it just wasn't deep enough. It simply didn't work for me. So I went looking for God, but I didn't know where to look or what to do. Everything I tried left me cold and dry until I landed in Baba's lap. And he showed me where to look inside. More importantly, he unlocked the hidden reality, the mystical presence of God within, God being me, God being you, God being all, while beyond all. Oh, Shiva. Shiva is a yogic name for God, also called consciousness. Shiva takes form as the world, including all in it. Each individual feels separate and different from God, as well as separate and different from each other. But God is hidden within. Bottom line, each one of us is conscious, but not consciousness. Well, technically, each one of us is fully and truly consciousness, but doesn't know it. Not yet. Baba describes how consciousness takes on this limitation in order to become individuals who have incomplete I consciousness. Baba says limited by duality. The partial I consciousness, that's you, experiences I am different. In this way, because we lack the knowledge of our own true nature, we have become rooted in duality, in the idea that we are many. Therefore, such concepts, such as that I am the experiencer, this is joyful, that is painful, these concepts have multiplied. In other words, being separate, being special causes all your pain. I'll use light to describe it, the light of consciousness. Let's say light decides to become solid. So it becomes a crystal. It's a rock, but clear, luminous, and sometimes shining with light. So let's hang this crystal in a window where light can shine through the crystal, which is made of light. The light shines through and becomes many little dots of light, different colored dots of light. And if the crystal moves or twirls or rocks, the little dots of colored light dance around the room. In this way, the one light becomes many. Each of the many dancing dots of light feels I'm special, I'm unique, I'm different than all the other dots. But they're all light. Each and every one is fully, wholly, and perfectly made of light. 
What is the mechanism by which this happens? Shiva decided. Shiva decided to limit his self-knowingness. He did this by creating the three malas, the three limitations that Shiva takes on in order to hide himself. First, Shiva hides himself, Anavamala. Shiva, in this analogy, is the beam of light. He hides himself by becoming dense, hard, thick, and heavy, in this case, rock. But the rock is clear, luminous, and able to be filled with light. So are you. When the light is shining through the crystal, it glows. When the light of consciousness arises within you, you glow. But you think you are being filled by something, being filled by something separate from you, being filled with the light of consciousness. But truly, you are made of the light of consciousness. It doesn't merely fill you, as wonderful as that is. You are light. Light is being you. And you say, uh-huh, sure, Guru Devi. That's true when I'm at satsang with you. But later I'll lose the light and become a cold, hard stone again. Except the stone is made of light. Now, a stone can't know its own essence, but a human can So you can know that you are a physical form of the light and enjoy both being physical and mystical, both at the same time. About this, Baba says, when a person acquires the knowledge of his own true nature, the pure eye awareness, his old world changes into a new one filled with joy, bliss, love. And God, the entire world, is the play of universal consciousness. This is how you want to live. This is your destiny. This is your purpose. Well, it's one of the two purposes of your life, to know your own divine essence. The other purpose is to have experiences. Shiva has become you, a limited individual for a twofold purpose, to have experiences, which you do by forgetting that you're Shiva, and to rediscover your own Shivaness, your own self. And the trick is the experiences, particularly the painful ones, make you want to rediscover that you're Shiva. This is described by the sage Patanjali. Everything in the world is for the purpose of providing self with the experiences and with liberation through the play of the worldly qualities, the elements and the senses. Yoga Sutras 2.18 Prakasha Kriya Stitishilam Bhutendriyatmakam Boga Pavargartam Drishyam All you perceive, everything in the world And inside is for the purpose of providing the self with experiences and with liberation 
through the play of the worldly qualities, the elements in the senses. You are having experiences. You're having an experience right now. Every day is full of experiences. Whether you're doing something you enjoy, or if you're going through stuff you would rather avoid, it's an experience. Even being bored is an experience. This is why Shiva has become you, in order to have experiences. I like to think of it this way. With Shiva, primordial consciousness, being the archetypical meditating yogi, Shiva sits on the top of Mount Kailasa, absorbed within his own beingness. Except there's no Mount Kailasa yet, there's no earth yet, there's no galaxies, there's no cosmos, only Shiva being beingness. And enjoying his own beingness. Beingness is existence. Existence itself is being. Existence itself. Shiva, in his beingness, in his pure essence of beingness, is delightfully suspended in the bliss of being pure beingness. Beingness on the inside. Beingness on the outside. Beingness extending through his depths. Beingness being the expanse of beingness itself. Beingness being bliss. Nothing but bliss. Every direction that Shiva looks, there is only bliss. Sounds great, yes? But maybe a little boring. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever happens. No one comes to visit because no one else exists. So Shiva decides to become two so he can have a visitor. So he can tell a joke and they can laugh together. So they can fight and make up again. The tantras are full of these stories of Shiva being one while being two, Shiva and Parvati. Ah, yes, Shiva being me, Shiva being you. Shiva becomes the world and everyone in it so that Shiva can have experiences. Shiva is having the experience of being you. While Shiva is having the experience of being me. Shiva as me is seeing you. Shiva as you is seeing me. And Shiva is me, is seeing that you are seeing me. And the beat goes on. This is my Yiyamala. Shiva being many while being only one. The one is being all while being one. You are one of the many, yet you are Shiva being you while being all. Okay, let's go back to the crystal. There are three malas. Anava mala, Maya mala, and Karma mala. Anava mala is where the light, which is Shiva, becomes a rock, which is Shiva being a rock, in this case a crystal. Density, individuality, separateness, 
not knowingness, yet full of light. Anavamala, meaning full of negation. I don't know my own divine essence. Mayamala is where the light, which is Shiva, shining through the crystal, which is Shiva, and getting fragmented into little bits of light, all of which are Shiva. There's an internal structure to the crystal. It's called a crystalline structure that fragments the single beam of light into many little colored beams. They land on the walls as little dots of colored light. Mayiya means many. The power of consciousness to produce many forms, each one seemingly separate from the one formless reality. But they're all made of the one formless reality. Karma mala is the crystal rocking, swaying, twirling. So all the little colored dots are dancing around the room. Karma means action, which impels the little dots to keep busy, to keep going, to keep dancing. And if they're not dancing, they're busy with thinking faster and faster, always thinking, always busy on the outside, always busy on the inside, busy, busy, busier and busier, hectic, frantic, empty, needy, crazy, busy, or merely thinking all the time. Karma Mala. Shiva takes this on in order to be you. So you think you're one of the little dots of colored light, separate and different from the other dots, separate and different from the crystal, separate and different from the beam of light shining into the crystal. But your dotness is light. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Dadaya. <laughs> It's all made of light. It's all Shiva being the light, being the crystal, being the colored beams of light, being the dots of light, being the dance. Our yogic system is a tantric system, which is about the dance. That you remain in the dance, living your life in the world while you delve into the reality of your own Shivaness. This is about self-discovery, that you find yourself inside. You find that you are more than you thought you were. You're not a dot of dancing light. You are the whole of beingness. Dancing is one light among many, all of whom are Shiva as well. One of the words I use to describe this is masquerade. You are consciousness masquerading as being merely conscious. Like putting on a costume. They have these big inflatable costumes now. that You can put on a costume, and let's say you're going to put on this special costume and you're going to parade around town as a dinosaur. I saw a cute video online where someone had on a dinosaur costume and was pushing a snowblower. It was hysterical. <laughs> so the guy or the gal in the costume pushing the snowblower, did they come to think, I really am a dinosaur? <laughs> no. They had a great time playing at being a dinosaur right in the middle of life. That's you right in the middle of life. You can do what you do, masquerading as being merely human. 
all the while, you know you are more. And you see that everyone else has that great dimensionality within, currently hidden by the three malas. But the light is within, already full, brilliant, gloriously radiant. That's what I could feel when I was in church back in the day. Unable to say that I'm a sinner because at this level inside, you're not separate from God. And you already know this. There's only one reality, O Shiva. And that one divine reality is being you. Right now, being you. Right now and always, right in the middle of life, O Shiva. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.